up fam, fam, MMA clan Excuse me Dino Sunny here Ike e cabeza Deleting abandoned You already know Coming at you with World MMA Factory Podcast Episode number I don't even know what number it is it's 76 or 77, 70 something. I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. Been crazy busy. Also, there haven't been some crazy cards. You know, there have been good cards, but nothing that uh, people want to listen to predictions for. Uh, I do because I'm an enthusiast. I love it. You know, uh, more than an enthusiast. But uh, so I haven't done a couple in a, in a few weeks. But have to do one for this week, next week, and the following. I mean, we got some sick, sick cards coming up. So World MMA Factory, we're going to be talking about it. You already know. I mean, this past weekend, it wasn't a sick card. Nothing to rant or rave about, but to like the to the, to the people that, that, that love this shit, like I do. Uh, it was it, the, the main event was sick. I mean, Jared Kananier, Kananier, I can never say his last, Kanier, Kananier. Cannonier, the hell am I talking about? Jared Cannonier against Hermanson. I mean, these are both killers, both killers, both up and comers in the division. It was a matter of who wins to move up in in, in the top contention. And then Cannonier is is just, I mean, he keeps proving himself more and more and more. And then ever since he came uh, came down in weight class, and he just looks jacked and strong and everything, athletic and uh, a gentleman. You know, at the end. On the mic, I'm a fan, and uh, fan of him, fan of his fighting, and uh, it was a sick, sick main event for me. I loved it, but you know, most people out there don't know who Jared Cannonier is, who 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 Jack Hermanson is, but uh, it was still a sick main event, and the card was good too. But uh, you know, we didn't do any predictions for that, and uh, we'll see what's next for Cannonier. I don't know, man. This guy, this guy's been killing it. He should be getting a you know top top three dude. Top five dude or top ten dude, you know, obviously top ten dude, but Cannonier is, is a killer. I, I want to see him against some of the top guys, like really, really top guys. Uh, you know, I don't know who who's in 185 right now. That division has changed a lot, but like, you know, with the guy the fighting right now, I want to see Cannonier maybe against a uh, Gasolum, you know, that would be sick. Uh, I know Gasolum's got some coming up, I think, but, uh, you know, some of those top guys. Weidman went up to 205, so that wouldn't be there. Uh, maybe Cannonier, if they haven't fought already. Uh, uh, what's his name? Spinning heel kick. I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about. It'll come to me in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Cannonier is a killer, and uh, we'll see what's next for him. But <clears throat> mark my words, this guy will be fighting for the title. Especially with how thin the 185 division has gotten. You know, we will be seeing them fight for a title. <clears throat> so, this weekend, guys, UFC 243. Whitaker against Israel Adesanya, the style bender. You already know. <coughs> Excuse me. This is a sick, sick, sick card. I've been waiting a long time for this. Uh, I'm just excited, man. I got, I got goosebumps. I, I uh, Like I said, I love this shit. This is... What I live for, <laughs> these these cards, man. This is the best time. The only thing that would be better be is would be actually being there and working the card, which one one day might happen. Who knows? Uh, so, main event, as you as you know, I like to start with the main event and then we we go down. 
Robert Whitaker against Israel Adesanya for the middleweight title. We got the number one contender against the champ. Although Israel, I guess, is... I thought he was the champ, too. I don't know. I guess he just fought the, for the contention. I thought he got some sort of belt. I thought it was at least an interim belt. But uh, uh, what would it count for when, when uh, Robert Whitaker is the true champion? So, who do I got? Man, this is tough. You know... <clears throat> that fight between Gaslam, Kevin Gaslam and Israel Adesanya showed me a lot about Israel. A lot of good things, obviously. Israel is a killer. He's amazing. He's very good, very technical. He set things, sets things up. He's like a sniper out there. It's just beautiful to watch. And then when uh, when uh, when he's not dominating, when he's not being a sniper, when when he's not doing all those crazy things, when things aren't going his way, what does he do? He reacts like a warrior, like a true warrior. Matter of fact, the thing that got him up was some warrior thing that he said. I can't even remember. Remember, it. I would, uh, I would, uh, I kind of do remember it, but I would, I would dishonor it and and disrespect it by ruining it with my uh, bad pronunciation. So I'm not gonna even say it, but it was some strong warrior thing, like Nigerian warrior thing from his blood. And the man got up and fought, and it was one of the best fights of the year. Uh, Israel showed a lot, a lot. And, uh, but the thing that I want to know is if Robert Whitaker puts an on, puts an on him like that, like Castle did in those moments, will, can he take it? Because, uh, Kevin Gaslam was a killer, killer by all means. Uh, he's sick, he's good, he's a good wrestler, everything. But, uh, in my opinion, Robert Whitaker's a whole different animal. He's a champ, that's why. Uh, obviously, a whole different animal, and he's been in there with the best, with the top dudes, with the Romeros, with you know everybody. Uh, I I just think if Robert puts it on him, like Kevin, if Robert has moments like Kevin Gaslam does, he's going to end up finishing it, and and nothing nothing to do with Israel Adesanya or or the warrior that he is and how good he is is just that. I think Robert carries more power. We know Robert carries more power. So, if I'm going to pick, I hate to do this. And I hate, I don't want to pick against the Nigerian. I love Israel Adesanya and I love Nigeria. I love all Nigerians. They're my people. You know, we're both, Mus both Muslim. Assalamu alaikum. Muslims. So, I hate picking against my Nigerians. But, man, if I'm a... If, if, if I'm gonna keep it real, I got, I got, uh, I almost said For Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> I got Robert Whitaker. I got Robert Whitaker via, if, if he does win, I think he wins with a KO TKO. Uh, I think if it goes to, to five rounds, I feel like Israel Desires is gonna, the picking that, a part that he's gonna do is gonna end, end up helping him take the fight. So, I got Robert Whitaker via KO TKO, I just don't know when. Probably in the beginning, but if it lasts longer than three rounds, then I don't know. I feel like Israel's gonna take it, and 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 Whitaker's a, an animal. Four or five rounds and everything. Nothing against him and his gas or anything. I just think if it lasts longer, it's just the more time Israel's gonna be picking at at Robert. He might not be hurting him or something, but he'll be just picking at him, kicking him, punching him, jabbing him, stabbing him with his feet, with front kicks, with this, with that. He's just gonna be picking away at him. And the, the longer, the longer he does that, the more it's, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna come into play later on in the later rounds. 
So I think if it lasts that long, Israel takes every decision. And, uh, but I don't, you know, if it does last that long, but if I don't think it's going to last that long, I think Robert Whitaker takes it within the first three rounds via KO, TKO. <clears throat> it's tough. That's tough for me to say. Don't bet on that. Ally Quinta against Dan Hooker. I think this is the, 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 you know, we got the BMF, BM, bad motherfucker, excuse my language, belt coming up with, uh, uh, Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz. I feel like these dudes belong, you know, should be fighting for that belt too. Ally Quinta and Dan Hooker. Wow, these are some BM, bad mother, you know, bad mother, shut your mouth. <laughs> Both of them. Killers. Uh, damn. Damn. I just, you know, I would hate to be on the other side of that octagon with either, either one of them. And at the same time, I would love to be because you know it's going to be an epic fight. And everybody's gonna remember it because you just got no. It's, it's just gonna be like that. If if it's just their animals, they're gonna bring it and and uh, and oh, it's just. I'm so excited for this. I'm more excited for this than anything. Because I think it's gonna be really really exciting. Uh, it's gonna be a uh, a bomb burner. We ain't gonna see much. Well, no, we're gonna see technique, but we're gonna see animalistic technique. And I think Ally Aquinta takes it via KO. Uh, Tai Tuiwasa against Sergey Spivak. I love this matchup. Really good for Tai too. You know he's had some, you know, good fights. Fights that that uh, you know, could have gone. He could he could have won. You know, had he fought a little harder or some fights that could have gone his way. You know, but he had some, he's had some tough matchups. And uh, Sergey's no joke either. But uh, I think Tai Tuiwasa is gonna be able to take this one away. I think. Um, I don't know if Ty knocks him out. Ty might knock him out because Sergey is such an animal. He comes forward. So, you know, who knows? Ty might knock him out. I got Ty via KO. Luke Jamal against Diego Lima. I got my man Lima all day. I think Lima wins a decision. Jorgan De Castro against Justin Taffa. I got my man Jorgan De Castro. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Jorgan. I don't know how they say the Y. Uh... I think he's Colombian or, or Cuban, maybe. Uh, you know, your ladies, your lady. I'm trying to think of some of the ladies I've known in my past from from dust countries and how they say their name. So yeah, I think you're the guy and you say the why. Uh, so Yogando Castro, the first time I saw this, this dude, I think it was on the, the Tuesday night fights. He won real uh, leg kicks. He had some crazy powerful leg kicks, man. Just a Beast, cause just kept chopping down, chopping the tree. <clears throat> I got, I got the Castro. Uh, I think he wins via KO, and I think he uh, has an epic leg kick fight uh, again. I just think his leg kicks are phenomenal. I think that's a, a main weapon of his, and we're gonna see that a lot. Jake Matthews for the prelims. Jake Matthews against Rustman Akman. <clears throat> Rustman, I got Rustman Akman via decision. Callum Potter against Maki Pitolo. I got Callum Potter, Brad Riddle, Jamie Mulray. I don't really know this one. I got Brad Riddle, Megan Anderson against Farah, Zara Farin. I feel like Megan Anderson takes that uh, via decision probably. And then early prelims, Nadia Kasim fighting Ji Yoan Kim. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Ji Yoan Kim is going to take it. But uh, Nadia is uh, beautiful and it makes me want to pick her. 
But at the same time, I feel like that beautiful face is going to get messed up. Uh, I'm going to go with the, with the Korean soldier over here, Ji Young Kin. And uh, then we got Khalid Taha against Bruno Silva. Khalid Taha looks like a mix between Musashi and uh, Glory Champion. Uh, he'll come to my head. Legend. But uh, definitely looks like Musashi. Um, who do I pick? Khalid Taha. I got you, my man, for your Musashi looks. That's it for this card, guys. It's going to be sick. Don't miss it. The main event, co-main event, and then even the the whole main card. But uh, the main event, the co-main event is just going to be phenomenal. Very exciting. That's uh, so tough, but I stand with Robert Whitaker via KO and Ali Quinta via KO. Saturday, October 5th, 10 p.m., the main card on pay-per-view. Prelims are Saturday, obviously October 5th, 8 p.m. on ESPN2. <clears throat> and then you got the early pre prelims on Fight Pass. You already know. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I told you, you know, uh, I'm going to keep them short from now on, 15 to 20 minutes. You know, you can make the predictions in 15 to 20 minutes and, uh, and do some recaps too. This time, there was only really one recap from the past weekend. There was a lot of other fights, but I feel like... Uh, Nobody really uh, paid attention to it. You know, uh, that's it for the predictions for this card, guys. I'm going to go over to MMAfighting.com, touch up on some uh, current news published by SB Nation. Let's see what's going on, yo. Former Jackson Wing coach Frank Lester details money claim against UFC champ John Jones. So what's going on with this, yo? And John Jones is not looking in good shape. He's looking like a dude that used to do some juice and now doesn't do it anymore. He's got, yeah, he's got some gyno. Uh, but that man's one of the best of all time, so who am I to speak? The House Frank Lester posted on Instagram represented the final straw in a long simmering conflict with Jackson Wick MMA Academy and his biggest star. Lester, a weatherman of the Ultimate Fighter 9 and our former kickboxing coach for the famed gym claims UFC... Light heavyweight champion John Jones broke a handshake deal for coaching services prior to UFC 239. As a, re as a result, he said he was 2020 short, 2,200 short on closing costs to purchase the house after receiving a $7,000 check for 12 weeks' work. The house, along with the skating takedown and valid threat, was his version of middle finger after several instances of alleged mistreatment. Wow. Damn, John Jones is, he's not, he ain't a good dude, man. Look, I don't care what dispute I got with you. I don't care how I think you, you ran my camp or what beef I got with you. I'm not going to cut you 2,000 short on our handshake. I'm not going to cut you 5,000 short. I'm not going to cut you 10,000. I'm not going to cut you anything short if I shook your hand. And I'm definitely not going to cut you anything short if I got the millions that John Jones got. What a bum. What a bum. You know, it makes me feel. It makes me feel for this dude Lester. The man's trying to get a home and, and all of this. And, uh, you know, puts his bank on, on uh, coaching this dude and, and getting this money, which is not even a lot of money to put for 12 weeks of work. He's going to get eight, you know, what is he going to get? So 9200 9, He's supposed to get 9200 for 12 weeks of work and he's only going to get 7000 You know, 12 weeks, what is that? That's... 
you know, three months, right? So, nine thousand for three months. He's making three grand a month. You know, it's all right. It's no, it's it's really not. You know, he's training the 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 best in the world, the 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 main dude. You know, and uh, and and then he cuts him short on top of that. Only gives him seven grand while he's trying to buy a home. What a bum! I would have bought this man a home. I had that money. I would have bought my coach a home. Here you go, my man. Here's your money that I shook your hand on, and here's a home, too. Thank you for everything you do. I love you guys. He's a bum. He's always thanking God, doing all this stuff. He's a bum, bro. Uh, I got no no respect, no love. All these stars, you know, Notorious hits an old man. This dude like this. It's just like none of these guys, I don't know. I don't know. They're lucky they're good at this one thing that they do. Because as far as men or anything else in life, they're bums, in my opinion. So, uh, you know, I feel for Lester. This really, I do. It hurts It, it uh, hurts my heart for him that he got short in that and then he, he wasn't able to buy his home. He was short on his home because his bum didn't want to give him the full, full you know, full handshake's worth. Uh, whatever. All right, Dan. Referee Dan McGraw responds to Michael Venom Page. I'll never do his fights again. So, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, rather in... Uh, once again, guys, this is on uh, MMAfighting.com, published by SB Nation, uh, who wrote this article. Let me uh, make sure I give credit where credit's due. I am not reading anything original here. I am reading from my favorite, favorite place to learn everything that's going on about MMA, which is MMAfighting.com. So, let's see. I'm not going to stay, say I didn't say it, but I was wrong for saying it. The referee told MMA Fighting I shouldn't have gone that angry, that angry, but I did. I screwed up. As a rule, the veteran MMA referee, <clears throat> while well, he never to oversee another random fight for the event regularly, when Mr. Page performs again, Dan will never, okay? That's ruin the fight, man. I, I, I didn't see what happened. Then he said Page returned to him. I told him, I called him. Morgiara, who spoke to MMA Fighting after receiving approval of Brazil, admits he snapped after approaching the Bellator Star Corner post-fight. He said Kylie had persisted about shaking Page's hand against his recommendation, and he was trying to facilitate a show of good sportsmanship. Then he said, pa then he said Page turned and told him, fuck off. I was pissed, bro, Magliara said. I'm 56 years old. I'm a grown man. I'm older than him. I show respect to everybody. When someone says fuck off like that to me with disrespect, I lost it. I never should have said that, I said, and I know I was wrong. Underneath my breath, I turned, and one of his coaches was right next to me, and I said, what a fucking piece of shit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Damn, Magliara, you got nothing to apologize about, my man. He is a piece of shit. He's telling you to fuck off for. Even if you did wrong. Even if you misjudged this. Even if whatever. Whatever, man. Have some respect. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Lately, I've had no uh, no pity and no no patience for for childish men doing childish things. Behaving like they, they, they did when they were, you know, teens or in their 20s or whatever. Animals. And they and they're, these guys are on the, on the, on the stage. Representing something, teaching young youth how to behave. That's a fucking asshole. Uh, and I'm a fan. I like the way Venom Page fights, but the antics and shit I'm not a fan of. And and uh, why why tell Dan, you know, fuck off? This is a, a legend in the in the sport in the in the referee game, and he's older than you. Just have respect. 
Just, you know, I don't know. Wasn't raised right. What are you going to do? Uh, what's going on? Becomes glory champ, champ more. So, missed fists. Adesanya Slayer, Alex Pereira. Becomes glory champ, champ more. Okay. So, this guy beat Adesanya and glory, I'm pretty sure. Israel Adesanya fights this weekend. Looking to identify the blah, blah, blah. Look at the Oh, okay. Yes, folks. That AK the Adesanya Slayer. Perry AK K Adesanya the F out back in 2017. He's been doing pretty well for himself since. How he came out? Let's see this. Hopefully, this is quick. Uh, let's see if this is a. Uh, I love Adesanya. Oh, boom. Oh. Oh, that's not Adesanya. What are you talking about? He didn't kill you, Adesanya. Okay. I don't know if he killed Adesanya. Hopefully, that's just bullshit. Because I don't see it. But I guess he did. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. I don't know. Just a bunch of asshole news today. There's other stuff going on, too, but I'm not going to get... Oh, yeah. Gregor Gillespie is going to be fighting uh, Kevin Lee. Set for UFC 244. That is phenomenal. Kevin Lee is a beast. Gregor Gillespie is an uppercomer, and I truly believe this man is going to be a champion. He's a great example. Uh, he's just a humble, quiet dude from Long Island. He likes to fish. I know this dude. I've trained. I've trained uh, with his people before. Uh, never really trained with him, but he just comes from a from a good solid solid uh, gym, good solid background. All good dudes, and then he's a solid dude too. And then he's sick and just really good, man. Really good wrestling and everything. I truly believe he's going to end up uh, being a champ eventually. To me, a fight between him and Khabib is very interesting. But uh, that's I'm I'm excited to see that. And as much as I love Kevin Lee, I would say I would say Gregor Gillespie wins that with no problem. That's how good I think he is. Josh Barnett would love to fight Fedor Emelianenko. Hopes for one night tournament in Bellator. Wow, Josh Barnett against Fedor Emelianenko. That would be phenomenal. I'll watch that. I, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I wish these old old heads wouldn't keep fighting, cause just. You know, but I'm interested interested to see what they're like when they become, you know, 60 years old and stuff. Because right now, they're still 40s, getting to close to 50, and they're still fighting, still fresh, still good. You know, ain't nothing wrong. So, we'll see. Uh, that's it, guys. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I, I went over a little bit. I went a little bit over my uh, time I had set in my head, but that's okay. Interesting stuff on the news. Bunch of assholes doing asshole things. What are you going to do? Uh... Hopefully, we have some better examples soon. You know, Gregor Gillespie would be a great example. Khabib is a great example. You know, so I guess we got some great examples out there, too. It's just that the mainstream don't want to show them a lot. Love you all. Thank you for listening. As always, we are all God's children equal under one roof. Do not allow politics and media to deter you from how God wants us to treat each other with love, with kindness. As I always say, kindness is beauty at its finest. Peace.